The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. This is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes each and every week with the living word of God. Today, I began a new lesson entitled, Are You Growing? Not only is it a title, it's also a question. Are you growing? Praise the Lord. The scripture talks about growing up in God in many different places. So it is the desire and the will of God that we grow from infant stage to full-grown adults in the kingdom of God. Paul puts it this way. Paul says, when I was a child, I spake as a child, thought as a child, and reasoned as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. It's time for us in the body of Christ to grow up to full, mature people of God so we can push God's assignment and God's agenda. Praise the Lord. Now, stay tuned. The lesson is going to be a blessing to you today. And I'll be back after the lesson with some more exciting announcements. God bless you. And I got to pay more attention to how I'm growing and how I'm, how I'm walking this thing out because it's not just about me. This is a ripple effect. Uh, and so I just can't do what I want to do when I want to do it. Amen. All right. So we say growing as a Christian or maturing as a Christian means that your inner life is becoming more aligned with God than ever before. Notice I said inner life because we got to get out of putting on airs. And uh, just doing things outwardly because folk are looking. Because, see, we can all pretend for three or four hours a week. But the real you is on the inside. And so when your inner person or your, when your inner, uh, inner being aligns with God more than ever before, growth and maturity uh, will, will happen. So my desire is that I become... And be more like him inwardly, which then will affect me outwardly. Amen. Got it? You know, we would sing the song, right? Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in me, right? And so it starts where? Beginning. Proverbs says, out of the heart flow the issues, wellsprings of life. And so what's, what's the most important is on the inside of you so it can flow out of you. Y'all hearing that? Praise God. So now, listen to this quote uh, by Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe says this. Change is always the introduction of the future to the present. Change is always the introduction of the future to the present. Glory to God. Then he says here that change is tomorrow taken over today. You hearing that? So in other words... When you decide to change, you begin to see yourself changed and your change in the future becomes a part of you today. And so tomorrow can show up today. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, there are always there's always number one growth around us. 
There's always, number one, growth around us. You could be seated in this place today, and all around you, people can be growing, and people can can be maturing. And guess what? You can sit right in the middle of it and not grow at all. So people are not waiting to grow when you decide to grow. People will grow beyond you. They'll grow past you. They'll grow above you, even though you're getting the same information at the same time, the same way. Growth is always happening around you. You got it? And that's where you want to be. You want to be in a place and you want to be around people that grow. You want to be around people that's endeavoring to mature because if not, you'll be around people that become stale. And if they become stale, they will not challenge you to do anything different and you too will become stale. Are y'all hearing this? And so in, in Jesus, life is new every day. I mean, every day with Jesus is... Uh, I wish they saw these songs come. Sweeter than my way. Well, this song got I got to move away from them, man. It shouldn't be a mundane life. Every day is the same. You know, you pray the same prayer every day. You make the same confessions every day. You speak to the same folk every day. You shout the same way every week. You know, some of us, not time for some of us to get a new shout. You just got a new shout. That shout you have a little played out. <laughs> just on purpose, get, yes, to get a new shout. Just get up in the mirror and just shout. Just, hey, that look like a new one right there. Praise the Lord. I'm going to take that one to church next week. I'm going to take that one. But no, growth happens all around you, and you want to be in an environment that challenges growth. You want to be in an environment that challenges maturity because it makes you uncomfortable staying the same. And see, if you're comfortable... In your sameness, and that might not be a word, but I'm going to use it today. If you're comfortable in your sameness, then you, gotta get, you need to get stirred up on the inside and understand there's more available for you to walk into, but you can't get there unless you mature. Amen. Hunt your neighbor say, you're not, you're not one of them ones that's not growing out. You're not one of them ones that's not growing out. Ask your other neighbor. Ask your other neighbor. Check your row out. Just check your row out. Say, my whole row grows. My whole row grows. My whole row grows. The whole thing matures. You want to be better. You know, as husband and wife, don't you want your spouse to be better? You don't want the same one you marry. See, y'all ain't trying to go nowhere. Y'all ain't trying to go with me today. You, you really don't want the same one you married. Because the one you married, if you've been married a couple of years, they're stale already. <laughs> Throw some bread up on the counter and don't touch it for about three years. See what happened to it. No different than the person sitting up in the house and not changing. Did everything to get you after they got you become stale. Crusty. <laughs> yeah, that's crusty. Stale people are crusty. I mean, they, they rough around the edges. They get moldy. And, the, and if you sit close enough to them, the mold will jump off on you. Oh, Lord. 
And Jay Neighbors, I thought this was a holiday service. I thought this was a <laughs> holiday service. I told you, we're on assignment, man. We got to grow. We got to push it, man. I got I to gotta irritate you enough to, to move, to grow. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, you don't, when growth doesn't happen in your life but happens all around you, you become pessimistic. You become irritated. You become uh, jealous almost, covetous almost. The devil, you allow the devil to steal your joy. Your attitude is sour. Like, well, I ain't know why the Lord doing all that for her. Why the Lord doing all that? He will do the same for you Amen. if you just, you know, do what you need to do and grow. Amen. You with me? So growth is always happening what? Around us. Don't let growth happen around you and you not grow. Don't let it happen all around you and you not grow. And then secondly, growth is always happening in us. Now, growth, you can grow towards the good, and you can also grow towards the bad. I mean, though, you can perfect ungodliness. Some of us had before we met Jesus. Come on now. We had perfected ungodliness. We were mature in ungodliness. And how did you get that way? You became that way because you practiced ungodliness until ungodliness became a part of you. We know, we all know people, we call people, we call people even in our family's name now. Well, our family, our, some of our family members have reputation for ungodliness. Okay, y'all mad now. Some people in my family have some reputations. For ungodliness. So you don't have to get mad at me today because now I'm talking about your family. In my family. I say my family. As soon as that name come up, oh, oh, oh Lord. You know, when they come over family reunion, they're going to have, you know, something in the paper bag. They're going to keep going in and out of the house quite often. Why do you keep going outside? I'm just going to check on something. About the seventh time back in, the eyes a little bloodshot. They're walking a little slower than before. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right? They have their reputation. Perfected. And you know what? People can perfect that way. Why can't we perfect godliness? Uh -huh. Why can't we mature in godliness? Why can't somebody call our name and the first thing that comes to their mind when they call our name is godliness? Amen. Maybe they don't completely understand this, but at least... They understand what we stand for. And we're just not moving ebb and flow depending upon who we're around. Y'all hearing this? And so growth is happening in you. You're either growing towards what's right or you're growing away from what's right. But you're growing towards something. And so you might as well make a deliberate decision today that I'm going to grow towards godliness. They may persecute me. They may talk about me. Whatever, whatever comes my, my way. But I'm telling you one thing. They're going to say one thing about me. He, I, that man love God. Amen. He's godly. I don't understand everything he do. But I, I, know, I know he got some integrity. Come on, talk to me. Because I've chosen to grow in some areas. I'm chosen to grow towards godliness. Are y'all hearing this today? Now, all right, now, let's use your Bibles a little bit this morning. Go to Romans chapter number 8. Let's go to Romans chapter number 8. 
Okay. Y'all know it's okay to use your Bible in church, right? Okay. Romans chapter number 8. Depending upon where you go, you, you may question it. I'm just saying. I ain't calling him by his name. I'm just saying. Wow, what a novel thought. Bible in church. Look at this. Romans 8.29. You there? Amen. Okay. Romans 8.29 reads this way. It says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of who? His son, Jesus, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, verse 30, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them also glorified. Shout with me, predestinated. Predestinated. Shout justified. Justified. Shout called. And shall glorify. glorify. Bible says that God foreknew us. He knew us before. Before we ever were formed in, in our mother's womb, God knew us. And he predestinated us to be conformed, shaped, fashioned, molded to the image of his son. Amen. And the Bible says who he foreknew and predestined, he also called. And then he justified and then he glorified. Praise God. But it began because God knew us before and he predestinated us to become more like Jesus. Now, you, you talk to some people, uh, people will say that, you know, everything is predestined or you're predestined to do this. You're predestined to have this wife. You're predestined to have this house. You're predestined to have. No, 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 no. You're predestined to be like Jesus. Amen. Now, what you do with that is uh, is something else. But God didn't predestine you to live a certain uh, number of days. He didn't predestine you to get in trouble when you was in eight, 18. Amen. You know, you get in trouble at 18 and they talk about, well, it must was the will of God. No, it wasn't the will of God. That was your choice. Amen. Don't put that on God because you wanted to act out. Amen. You mean I can't blame God? No! You can't even put that on the devil. You want to act it out. Oh, Lord. That ain't my lesson. I'm, I'm, a, I'm trying to move, but y'all keeping me here. No, we're blaming too much. It's because we choose. The Bible says we're drawn away by our own lust and enticed. If you didn't want to do it, you wouldn't have fell for it. Yeah, you, you did it because you wanted to. Nobody had a gun to your head, knife to your back, knife to your throat, said, you better do this. No, you wanted to do it. That's why it drew you. Scripture says you're drawn away your own lust. And so the Bible says we are predestined to be like Jesus. Shout with me this morning. I'm predestined, I'm predestined to, be like Jesus. to be like Jesus. Now, this is, this is incredible to me. If you are predestined to be like Jesus, guess what? It's going to be easy to be like Jesus. Amen. Oh, this side ain't helped me over here at all. Did y'all hear what I said? Amen. I said, if you're predestined uh -huh. to be like Jesus, then it's going to be easy Amen. to be like Jesus. Amen. So forget the lie.
which says it's hard to be to live saved. All right. It is not hard. The scripture says the way of the transgressor is hard because some of us know better, but we're choosing not to do what's, what we know. And life is now hard. I quit that long time ago, man. I had too many knots. I can't look my best with knots on my forehead. Come on, talk to me. No, no, no. We're predestined to be like Jesus. And so he predestined us. He called us. He justified us and he glorified us. Why? To be like him. So forget trying to be like Mike. Y'all know the old saying? Now it's what? LeBron. Kobe, you know, somebody trying to be like a popular actor or a popular sports star. No, the scripture says you're predestined to be like him. If you put a, you put the same attention in being like Jesus as you do trying to be like an NBA player, we might can see some growth in your life. You spending hours of the day, hours of the day, hours of the day trying to jump shots, dribbles. Catching balls, lifting weights, whatever, whatever is needed. You're spending hours doing those things, but spending a little trying to be like Jesus. Now you wonder why you're proficient in your athletics and not proficient in the kingdom of God. And it's nothing wrong with it, but you got to keep you got to keep your stuff straight. You got to keep your your priorities and your boundaries and whatnot straight. Because we're, gonna not, we're not going to be judged on how good we were on the athletic field, how good we were in the corporate office. We're going to be judged on how we became like Jesus. Amen. I guarantee you, Jesus is probably not going to mention anything about how many points you, points you average per game when you stand before him when you pass. He is not going to ask you your stat sheet. He is not going to ask you how many deals you closed. As a corporate president or whatever. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't think it. Because the Bible says there's wood, you know, wood stubble and gold and, and all that. All those things. Some of those things are going to be burned away. It, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, God wants you successful. But that's not eternal. Eternal is your conforming. Is your being shaped to be like Jesus. All right, now, now, let, me, let me help you encourage your neighbor. Now, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're beginning to look like Jesus. You're beginning to look like Jesus. That was a faith statement. You're beginning to look like Jesus. Just a faith statement. But we got to do things by faith. The just shall live by faith. Because, see, we're representing Jesus to this world. And this world is not really excited about exalting Christians. We get a ball player that stands up and says, talks about his sexuality. He gets a call from the president and the first lady. Say, we need more heroes like you. We have an NFL quarterback who all he does is praises God. And he can't even stay on the team. He's got the goods. But he's just floating back and forth from team to team. Team, team, team. What's up with that? 
And if you don't watch it, you and I can be swallowed up in this little bubble called world and become insignificant. And it ain't happening here. Amen. It ain't happening here. We're going to make a difference. Amen. And we're going to make a difference for the kingdom of God. Amen. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. We're going to leave a mark that cannot be erased. Amen. Y'all hearing this? Amen. Okay. All right, let's go a little further. Y'all seem so excited about that scripture. 1 Corinthians 3. Let's go there. 1 Corinthians 3. I want y'all to get this, man. I don't want you ever to come to the end of your days and then look back and say, man, I could have I been more effective for the kingdom. No, it's, it's, it's a kingdom agenda. It's God's agenda that we're pushing. Our agenda is being fulfilled when we fulfill God's agenda. But his got to be first. Got it? Look at this. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse 1. You got it? And I, brethren, talk, Paul talking to the church at Corinth, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. Even as unto what? Babes. Oh, come on, say it. Babes. Babes in Christ. So we're talking, to, talking about saved people. I couldn't talk to you as spiritual, but carnal, even as babes in Christ. And so instead of Paul using uh, regular language spiritually, Paul had to use Google Gaga's for them to receive it. And it's so unfortunate that we have saved folk today that we just can't straightly just straight talk to them without them falling apart and crying like babies. Just straight talk. Just, okay, we need to do, we, okay, that's, just straight talk. Ain't going to talk to me like that. How else are we going to talk? Goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Rattle in the hand. Cheek, dee, 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 dee. Yeah. No. Straight. He couldn't talk to him as, as spiritual. He says, I have fed you with milk, verse 2. And not with meat, for hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. For you are still carnal. Why? For, where, for, for whereas there is among you, this is, this is the proof of carnality right here. Among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? So that lets me know that maturity will do away with envy, will do away with strife, and do away with divisions. Amen. How are you going to be mature and envious? How are you going to be mature and in strife? And mature and uh, in division? You can't be a part of my group. No. Mature people... Sees the gifts in others and celebrates the gifts in others, even though they might not be fully developed. But I see something in you. Amen. And because I see something in you, I'm going to do my part to help bring that out of you. So you can be better, which will make me better and will make this kingdom better. 
I told y'all before. I've talked. I uh, told it already. We, we're at a state in time in uh, we're at a state in time in in, uh, in kingdom agenda that we can't have any casualties. We can't have any casualties. We might have to carry some folk for a few for a few for a little bit, but we can't have any casualties. There's no there's there's gonna be no more left on the field unattended. And so if we have to stay, have to have a few people stay back to nurse them back to hell, get them back to where they're going, and then catch up with the group. That's what we got to do. But we, but we cannot stand any more losses in the kingdom. Y'all see what I'm saying? And not everybody God's going to send going to have it together. They're going to have some, it's some folk that going to come in here that got some issues. Notice how I said issues? Because issues are really it's you. Come on, talk to me. Mainly the issues you have is you. If you just took care of you, you get, take care of the issues. Is anybody hearing me today? Just remove you from the situation. Probably the whole situation get better. What happened? You moved you because most issues are it's you. Y'all don't want to receive that. Y'all don't want to see that. I, I, feel, I feel the resistance. I feel the. Did he just set me up? Did he just set me up? No, I'm not setting you. I'm just telling you. Most issues are it's you. Praise the Lord. I told you that today's lesson was going to be a blessing to your life. Now, listen, I wasn't able to put the entire series on today's broadcast simply because of a limited amount of time. But what I've done is I've put the entire series in a four CD or four DVD set to get into your faith library. You know what? I really want you to get this message. So I've drastically discounted the price. And so you can get a four CD set for $20 plus shipping and handling or a four DVD set for $30 plus shipping and handling. And we'll rush it out to you so you can hear this word over and over again. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you can't get everything in one setting. You can't get everything by hearing it one time. You need to put it into your hearing over and over again so you can receive the revelation and the knowledge that comes from the word of God. Now, the Bible says we should grow up. And sometimes we need to be challenged and we need to have instructions on how to do just that. And I'm telling you, the lessons in this series would do just that. It will draw upon the potential that you have on the inside of you that potential for greatness and cause you to want to do more for the kingdom of God. So call that number now, write us and let us know, and we'll rush this out to you. Four CD set for $20 plus shipping and handling or four DVD set for $30 plus shipping and handling. And boy, we'll get it out to you and your life will never, ever be the same. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by.
and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.